Hey y'all, it's a Friday and it's the best day of the week because we are backstage at the Bluebird. I am Johnny Ellis, with me as always is Mr Andrew Jones. Friday! And we are here talking Nashville Season 3, Episode 8. You are, you're looking at country, or you are looking at country. You're looking at country. I forgot to write the other details down about your little country. This was um, aired on November yeah. the 19th, 2015 November 19th. or 2014? Well, it's your call, 2015. 2014. 2014. Uh, November 19th, 2014 is correct. Yes. Um, of course. Written by Jeffrey Nolf. Nolf? <laughs> no. Uh, Jeffrey Nolf, who uh, played Lieutenant Sherby in A Few Good Men. He was goatee in Mississippi Burning. Okay. Um, Mr. Goodwin in Law and Order. Um, Nofts, that makes sense. Um, He was an advertising guy in Lipstick Jungle. We all remember that advertising guy. Oh, yeah. In Chapter 18, Indecent Exposure. Yeah. He will heroin slippery slope. (laughs) And if you're thinking, well, I must have seen him in something. He was in uh, the Will Ferrell, Shimatoji Ofer film, Melinda and Melinda, as Bud Silverglide. Yes. (laughs) Um, this is his first of 18 episodes that he served as um, executive story writer and written Ooh, by. Um, work. And he's written for A Million Little Things, Grand Hotel, uh, Political Animals, Brothers and Sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know who this was directed by? Did you oh, just, no, I didn't. And I just clicked on who directed it. Yeah. And uh, this guy, this guy seems to be a famous person, right? Oh, yeah. This person, yeah. this person famously played a DIA agent Sneed in American Sniper. <laughs> of course, uh, he had to deal with DIA agent Chad. Yeah. Yep. He played uh, Martin Fitzgerald in Without a Trace for seven seasons. He played Thanks in Nashville, the whole story. He played story. Thanks in Nashville, the whole story, <laughs> because, of course, his famous role was Travis Tanner in Suits. Yeah. Well, why, why don't you tell everyone who it is? Oh, um, I'll just go to his main credit. Um, he's the guy who played Self in the last Blockbuster documentary, 2020. Yep. It's uh, Eric Close. Eric Close directed. Oh, man, he loves Blockbuster. Yep. If there's one thing does. I know about Eric Close, and there's one thing I know about Eric Close, it's he loves Blockbuster. <laughs> I also now know he's married to Kerry Close, and they have two children. <laughs> and he has a sibling called Christopher. Yep. He volunteered for literacy sites on June 26th to June 30th, Welcome. 2006. Welcome to the Eric Close podcast. It's a close cast. Close cast. Um... Do you want to know some more well, trivia? He's no yeah, relation sure. to Glenn Close, despite a popular um, misconception. Damn. Damn it. He often includes Philippians 413 on his autographs. The verse reads, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Really? Yeah. It's an interesting way to do an autograph. Yeah, when I sign it, I say, uh, I miss Blockbuster. In the right Eric Close. And I wait for him to sign it and hope that he will respond properly. But he always responds with that instead. It's like, okay. Christ probably would have returned his videotapes properly, though. Yeah, yeah. If he didn't return them on time, he would then, you know, create 50 copies of the same tape and then elevate it around to other people. And I think, well, that's piracy at that point, right? Well, so Christ is he a pirate thing... or is he a good guy? Well, Christ's whole thing was uh, about being kind. And you know one way to be the only way to be kind is to rewind so videos a la carta blam <laughs> um well let's get into the episode because it's a very important one because 
we start off and we are seeing uh, Raina getting dressed. Uh, she's in a fancy kind of cream whitish dress. Um, and Luke is getting dressed. He's getting a tuxedo on or a suit of some Real sort. Real close shots of these yeah. people getting dressed so, because it's a very special occasion, of course. Yeah, it's coming up to their wedding, occasion. right? It is coming up to their wedding. So, that so must it be must great. be them going to either that or the rehearsal dinner, maybe? Or maybe like a, a pre-rehearsal photo shoot? And well, they're going to walk the, uh, the wedding carpet? It turns out it's neither of those. It is the CMAs. It's CMA night. How exciting. Are we all excited? CMAs. Country Courtney Music, Music Association. Courtney Music Association, yeah. Yep, Colts are, Colts are very big now. In Colts loves that shit. Yep. <laughs> um, the dress code is leather hats. Um... <laughs> But this is a big deal for Raina. Are you are you a fan of George Clooney and Renee Zellweger in leather hats? <laughs> Always. Um, but um, yeah, this is Raina's uh, first CMAs on with her label, uh, Highway yeah. 65. So it's a very important um, important year, important event. Um, Would you say it's a good year? Well, fingers crossed. Well, let's hope so. Russell Crowe's out there trying to make things work. Yeah. <laughs> um. And she, before, while they're getting ready, she spots in uh, Luke's bag yeah. a, uh, a contract for prenuptials. A prenuptial a agreement a that prenuptial is yet to be discussed, let alone seen. Yeah. Delivered. Um, she's kind of shocked by this, and he says, Well, why would you be shocked? Did you not think this? You know, I You're two megastars with a lot of uh, different fingers and different pies. Yeah. This would be, you know, an acrimonious split might still cause concern for financial disparities, whereas this keeps everything on the firm and narrow. You're doing it for love, not money. Exactly. Um, Which is the opposite of how we do this podcast, of course, Johnny. Yes. And guess what? Um, There's no what? money, so uh, why are we still doing this? For the love. Really not. <laughs> but you love um, Gunner. We established this. Loved Gunner. Loved. Oh, you've fallen out in love with him? Yeah. Well, we'll get into that later. Um, it's the 48th annual CMAs, uh, which means they celebrated their 50th one in uh, 2016, it seems. Um, Juliet is... Which means they actually began in 1967. Yep. Um, Juliet is uh, meeting Avery's parents tonight. They're, they're coming in from Ohio. Um, oh, Hi. And a TV, why? Oh. Oh. Hi. Oh. Oh. Um. Wow. So um, the TV is talking about how she's only got the one nomination. Um, and they're talking. The TV's about, uh, talking about this. Yeah, the TV, the the person, the person, the person inside, on the television inside the inside the box, inside the magic box, inside the box. Yeah. Um. You want to take the box? Oh. And they're talking about um, how last year she didn't go to the CMAs because That's her mum right? had a murder-suicide. Yep, the 47th. Wait, a murder-suicide? We know yep. her mother committed suicide. Who did she murder? Uh, I can't remember. Do you remember his name? Dante, was it? Dante. Dante, yeah. Who else did she murder? Our hearts. And also, who else did she murder? I'm feeling my one right now, but it's not quite as good as Dante's. Oh, and they sniffle <laughs> specifically one. <laughs> I forgot about that. He's it's a good one. 
I'm <laughs> glad I watched Hostel recently so I could get back into the Jay Hernandez mode of remembering <laughs> Um, Layla and Will. Wait, 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 also... Jake, we're talking about this, but what was Julian Barnes's mother's name? Do you recall? I recall it being Jolene. What Jolene. about you? Jolene. Jolene. That can't be. Like it's too close to a famous Dolly Parton song. You know the song I'm talking about, right? Vaccine. 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 <laughs> um, later on, Will, okay, well, we get flashbacks to Jolene. Um, as as the TV's talking about her, we get yeah. lovely artistic flashbacks with... Uh, um, how how would you describe it? Because it's, it's lifetime like, movie-ish. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very not flary, but like it's over. It's anyway, it's uh, overblown. Yeah, lights. Yeah, lights are blasted out for the sake of the intensity. Memory. Yeah. Um, Layla and Will are also getting ready for the uh, 48th annual CMAs. Oh yeah. Um, she's. She's looking at comments online, uh, one for which says that she should do everyone a favour. Do everyone a favour or do herself a favour and kill herself? Do everyone a favour. Do everyone a favour. Um, well, the question here is, yeah. The Office took until the end of season nine to show the ramifications of having a documentary crew following people around 24-7-ish. Yeah. This one decided to do it all within a season. Yeah. How do we yeah. feel? It's it's quick. It's very Ooh, quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is it worth it? Being followed around for television purposes, Johnny? Can she work it? Can, Johnny, any of us put our thang down, flip it and reverse it? Who knows? Who knows? If you're um, flipping, sniffing, from flipping. If you're flipping, sniffing, now flipping. <laughs> if you've got a big hog, let me work it. Oh, God. Um... But uh, she asks Will if her folks, if his folks are going to be watching. And he says, probably not. Um, How queer. Meanwhile, Micah is asking, is asking um, uh, Gunner um, what well, ball and chain. Yeah, true. What ball and chain means. Um, and Zoe, Zoe chips in with, oh, it means uh, when you're stuck with somebody. And he's like, oh, like how my mum was stuck with me. And Zoe doesn't say anything. <laughs> That's not fair. What has Zoe got against Micah? Um, Micah goes asked... 35 miles an hour. How does your dog go? <laughs> well, you really got to be sitting in my seat. Um, Zoe asks... That's what it takes, Johnny. <laughs> Zoe asks Gunner if... Prove uh, me death. If he's talked to Micah's grandparents yet. He's not, but he's been leaving messages trying to track down a... Micah's mum, if we recall, uh, she's just gone and abandoned her child last week. Um, Deacon comes back from fishing. He's, Is he's that what happened? Fishing. What? Is that what happened? I thought she went and uh, sung about Micah to her friend Robbie Williams. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, she was saying, hey, come on board. Take a ride. <laughs> We're doing it all night. Come on board. Feel the hype because the kids are all right. Yeah. <laughs> She's um, going to give him all of her loving and he, she's going to give him all of her love. <laughs> Deacon has come back uh, from fishing with Maddie, which we never got to see. Yeah. Guided about. Um, and Scarlet's uh, trying to get Raina to listen to Terry, but Raina's a bit busy now because she's got the 48th annual, annual CMAs to go now, to. Now, is, is, is 
Scarlet trying to play a tape of Terry, or is uh, Scarlet saying, "Look, I've organised. Terry's going to call you up. He's going to say his name's Terry, and he's going to ask you to talk to him." Talk to me. Talk to me. Um, I, I don't know it... why. I don't know why Terry Tibbs, but he is now. He's Terry Tibbs. I hope she gets him to call. Um, <laughs> so, um, Deacon uh, says he doesn't want to watch the CMA, so he's gonna he's gonna sit in his room. And... What's he gonna do in his room? What can you do in your room alone? Mm, I wonder. I, yeah, um... me too. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Johnny. Could you could you give me some help, some advice? What can one do in your room alone? You, well. It's more fun if if you get some help. I heard. Could you could you give me uh, you know a hint or something? W something N K S. Yeah. Yeah. We can do forty of them. Yeah. Forty winks. Okay, that sounds like nice time. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna forty winks. <laughs> Luke and Raina are on the way to the CMAs and they're talking about the prenup, but um, Luke's going on about like, do we should really we really be talking about this now? Can we talk about this later? And he says, "There ain't gonna be no later." Yeah, and he says uh, his last wife uh, took everything from him, and the fact that she was able to do that was because that he didn't have a prenup. Um, I would call it previous wife because last wife sounds like you know a definitive end. Yeah. <laughs> um. But he says anything I earn from this point on, he's fine with fifty-fifty. Um, but Raina uh, corrects him, and she says anything we earn. And she's like, yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> until she gets his awards later. <laughs> um, and then uh, Luke and Raina are up on are on the red carpet now, getting oh, interviewed. Yeah. Um, they're talking about where the trophies. Well, Luke's talking about how the trophies going to end up in the same house. So there's no competition. Um, but then Raina says she's going to put hers at Highway 65, so fuck you. <laughs> um, That's a good idea. I think it should be in a place of business so it doesn't yeah. break up into the personal life of anybody. Exactly. Um, and so they can be easily stolen. And Sadie, Sadie Stone turns up. She's she's nominated for Best New Artist, of course. Sadie Stone. Um, Sadie Stone. Where do I know that name she's, from? She's signed up recently with uh, Highway, Highway 65. Highway 65, of course. Yeah. But what's, what's her lead single? What is her lead single? What is her lead single? Surely you should know this. I should, but I can't remember. Oh, that's because you're not Shirley. <laughs> Do you know what a lead single is? Yeah. What is it? It's Heart of Stone. Oh. Right. My is name's it? Sadie Stone, I've got a heart, the heart the is made of stone. <laughs> My name's Sadie Stone and I've got a fart, it's a farting, <laughs> farting stone. Um, well, lead single was not the she... most successful one. The interviewer turns on to her and asks her, where's your date? She says, oh, I didn't have time to get a date. Um, but then she gets a mysterious text from a man named Pete. Buttigieg? Mm, maybe. Um, Will and Layla are being interviewed further on down the red carpet. Oh, yeah. um, the interviewer is asking Layla, uh, isn't it ironic that you went from a reality show onto a new one? And she says, well, I think you're talking about this uh, type of irony, not the other type of irony. She's acting all smart. Um, the type of irony is referring to the more dramatic yeah. irony. Yes. Um, she's, she's, she's trying to, to, to act all smart. Because is she trying or is she think... successful? She is successful, but right. I don't know. She's. I feel like she's trying a bit too hard. Um, well, look, Johnny, 
I try too hard. Yeah. It works. Yeah, it does work. It works when you do it. Well, you try um, hard and you get hard. It's fine. It's simple. So um, dynamic. Juliet's turned up at the awards as well. Uh, she's asked to stay in her car for a little bit, though, because they're a bit backed up. Because um, um, they're waiting for the tuber to play to yeah. come out to back her as she walks yeah. down the aisle thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's brings... pregnant and she's showing. And this the joke is more... she's fatty. She's a fatty bull fatty. <laughs> this brings more flashbacks to uh, her childhood with Jolene. I have that happen all the time, Jolene. 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 Um, yeah, flashbacks to her locking the door from the outside and leaving... Um, Juliet alone when she was a child while she went on dates and whatnot um, but there's no time to, to dwell on that because now Juliet's meeting the in-laws <gasps> the in-laws in which in-laws because she's not getting married to anyone else she's already been married know. once she met those in-laws and then she consummated the marriage in a limo yep and she's in the car um, Teddy Teddy's also at the CMAs everyone's at the CMAs really big biggest night Wait, how did Teddy get a uh, ticket to the CMAs? He's the mayor of the goddamn city, have you know? Yeah, I know that, but how did he get a ticket to the CMAs? Practice. Did, did someone come up to him and say, look, I'm directing this episode, do you want to come to the CMAs and be in the episode? And he looked at himself and said, yeah, that's a good idea, Eric. I think you're the best person in the world. And Teddy said, I think you're the best <laughs> person in the world. And they kissed for a while and they held each other. And through the night when everything was getting cold, they just kept each other warm and just gave each other positive reinforcement and felt comfortable. Finally, the world started to make sense. It wasn't so much finding a place that you should exist in. It's a place where you feel most comfortable in. And with each other, they found that. Oh, I want a whole series based on that now. Um, but yeah, he's at the CMAs and he's bumped into Jeff. And he sees... Jeff Fordham. He, Jeff Fordham, uh, Bean Counter. Uh, yeah, no, no, Bean Counter, he's in Nashville now, but he's he, he went from somewhere first. I can't remember where, though. Harvard. Harvard? No, that's, uh, that's where you, you diverted. That's, so, that's not the same thing. No? No, that can't be the same thing. If you defer from Harvard, you don't get to then talk about being from Harvard, right? Well, especially so, not on a stage or anything. Not on a stage, not where yeah. someone can count beads at any point in time and <laughs> throw them at you. Um, and uh, Teddy spots his old, well, not girlfriend, but his older... Um, lady of the lady. night. Yes, lady of the night. I forgot her name. Yes, escort. Um, um, was it? Let me get this correct. Mary Magdalene. Yes, I think uh, that's the one. Yeah. Was it Roxanne? She didn't have to put on a red light. Well, no, because it was already on. <laughs> um, was it Amsterdam John Ham? <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh, could you imagine smoking that pipe? Um, That'll get you high. <laughs> Avery's dad is uh, sat next to Avery and is Avery's mum. Okay, um, what's Avery's dad's father, father's name? I've no idea. No? Come on, there's going to be some interesting name here. What's, uh, what's Daddy Barkley called? Charles? Charles Barkley, yes. <laughs> I really hope that is. Charles Barkley. Hi, um, sir. What's going on over here? Look at me. I know the fundamentals of basketball. <laughs> Me? Oh, yes, I will play Domball. I think I will help dominate you. Hey, Algy Rhythm, why don't you try it on me one of these days, huh? 
And he's talking about how um, Avery never... Come on, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Come on, Whiny Coyote. We can take them down. Daffod Duck. <laughs> he's talking about how Avery never Sasamania, made anything... Sasmania, the devil, eh? Avery never made anything easy. And he's just been... Already he's been a bit of a dick. Well, that's not right. I'm not a dicky dad. I'm, I'm King Richard. <laughs> I'm just making sure that my son will go to the tennis masters. He'll celebrate Wimbledon, I say. Strawberries and cream all around, yes? <laughs> well, Why not? Scarlet well, is watching the CMAs. Uh, Brad yep. Paisley and Carrie Underwood are hosting. Um, yep. Carrie and Brad? <laughs> Carrie and Brad? Sure. Um... Yeah, that's about it. She's 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 sat alone watching because she eating can, anything. She's eaten. She's <laughs> they're eating a lot during this episode. Is she well, like they, having potato chips at this point? I think so. I feel like there was some yeah, you know, like a big, like a big bag, like a real sharing bag that she was yeah. just kind of like holding on to. Yeah. Like you know, Eric held on to Teddy that one night. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they really found themselves in truth in the universe. Well, we, here we get our first award of the night. Um, okay. This time. Hey, we're go best this time. Yeah. Okay. What um, for? Which one for? Best song of the year. Yeah, but which, for which song in this time? With Alan Partridge. No, no, sorry. Best, best album. Not best, best album for this yeah. time with Alan Partridge. Yep. The yep. whole album. Yeah. My gosh. Um, so we're See, I would have thought that uh, Tales from the O's House would have got that because that's much more of an album-esque thing being that it's a podcast. Yeah, and it's got a song. It's got a song. Of course, we can all sing it together. Do you want to sing it together? Yeah. Alan Partridge from the O's House. I really want to listen to that again. From the O's House. Alan Partridge. <laughs> um, Normal adult behaviour. Raina goes up on stage and uh, thanks Deacon first and foremost. The, play, the ball of just, play. Yep. And Luke. <laughs> and Luke just looks on from the crowd and he's not happy. Um, is he ever? We, yeah, true. And then we can. Is, is he clapping or is he uh, hands off the wheel? He's um, hands off the wheel. Oh no. I, you know it's wet. You know it's bad when his hands are on on the wheel. Um, well, yeah, that's how nine uh, eleven happened. We all <laughs> confirmed that at this point. A little later on, she's back up. She's winning. Um, well, she's um, yeah, she's winning. No- well, she's been nominated for six awards. So oh she's yeah, winning she's got a bunch. Of, and she's, this time she's thanking Liam McGuinness for the producing of a song. Yeah, yeah, producing the song, song of the year. Oh, uh, well, um, Liam. And. Um, the producers are talking to Layla and Will backstage or off sides of the stage, and they're saying, "Oh, we know you're going to be about to perform in a bit, but we've got because they're going to perform." Did you catch and these producers as names? No, they well, don't have names. They're they just do producers. have names. They're just producers. Let's be honest, Stock and Bloom. <laughs> um, they um, they've got a script ready for when they do their presenting. When they do their hosting gig. <laughs> yep. Um, and they've said they've upped the comedy on the script. Um, so 
just to let you know. And so just later, so that you know, Bruce Valanche was online. He was just waiting for this opportunity. He's very excited to work with you. He loved the show. He wished he could be there in person. One of his favourite things about doing these all shows is meeting all the famous people and getting the calls and lefty stories. Unfortunately, he was hanging out at Carrie Fisher's house that night. So it was like, actually, fuck it. I'm just going to send you three lines of dialogue and go off and, <laughs> you know, hang out with my friend Carrie. Um, that is literally line for line what they say. On what? I'm so on, on this episode. Oh, right. I'm world building. <laughs> um, so Let me have this. <laughs> I know wool jokes. Layla and Will go up um, and sing If Your Heart Can Handle It. Um, can your heart handle them singing? Yeah? Good. Um, Will's work in the crowd. has been broken for a long time. <laughs> Will's, uh, Will's work in the crowd and the, the crowd are going nuts for him. Um, and Zoe's sat in the crowd with uh, Deacon. With Deacon. Fucking hell. With Gunner. Yeah, Deacon's and she's at saying, home. And she's saying, who knew that Will would be such a uh, sex symbol? Um, meanwhile, and Michael... Gunner looks over and goes, uh, yeah. yeah. He had his mouth, tongue in my mouth before all these girls. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, it was his first hit on Nashville. Yeah. Remember that when he came uh, to Nashville, when he came to Gunner, it was like, "You're the first boy I want." I was like, "Yeah, that's you." Um, you could have had something there, Gunner. Could be yeah. a songwriter and marrying the hottest bachelor slash you know, married man in town. <laughs> um, but then uh, Micah's grandparents are calling, so oh, yeah. off to take the call. Um, Hi, it's Vic. me, Micah's grandfather. Don't tell him that I ever is wasn't my son. Oh, it was a very complicated relationship I had. I was sleeping with one of the maids. Kylie is her name. She didn't spell it correctly. She didn't know how to spell. And to teach her. I told her wrong for a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, meanwhile, uh, is at the bar and he bumps into Sadie. Uh, Sadie, Sadie Stone. Talks about, yep, Sadie Stone. Puff was rolling, so. Right? Um, <laughs> Sadie talks about how her ex uh, texted her. She doesn't know how he got her number. Um, she says he wished her luck and uh, asked for his cut. Because uh, much like Wait, Adele, she wrote was all the Was it the bad guy from Taken? Yes. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Where's my cut? Where's my cut? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, look, they had the theatrical cut. They had the uncut at home version. Yeah. Where's the Taken villain guy's cut? Yeah, true. So Luke says to her, well, did, did he help you write it? And she says, well, he didn't co-write it with me, but he made me live it. So, you know, got something there. Yep. But I don't think he's got... Uh, when it comes to arbitration, I don't think that actually counts. Yeah. That's the only problem. So. Um, Teddy sees his uh, hooker friend. Um, <laughs> who I've forgotten the name Wait, of. Wait, hooker friend is in someone who smokes the Ladies, hooker with. Yes. Oh, okay, right. Um, it is the lady of the night. He's trying to make polite oh, conversation yeah. over yeah. deviled eggs, um, but then they get interrupted by uh, her client for that night, who's yes. a big wig, big company wig. man. Now, who is a famous big wig in Nashville? Hmm. It's Daddy. Listen from hmm. Great. Hmm. No, who's got a famous big wig? Oh right. <laughs> Oh, Glenn. 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 Oh, you got, you got the right name as well. Oh, Glenn. Did I put it in the hair? Um, Zoe uh, is sat with Micah while um, Gunner's on the phone to Micah's grandparents. And Micah's asking who everyone is. And she says, well, that's Juliet Barnes. 
Right. This is that person. And well, she says, that's Juliet Barnes. And then she goes, oh, well, these are Waldo, because that's what they yeah. call him over there. And then she goes, this is this producer and that producer and the other producer. And it's like, I don't think Michael would care about those people. Who and would then Michael Jeff, care about then? Well, he, he he might care about Juliet Barnes. She's the singer. There's like, Ninja from the Fortnite thing. Yeah. Well, There's Sonic the Hedgehog. Jeff turns up and he says, and don't forget Jeff Ward, I'm everyone's favourite bean counter. He is everyone's favourite bean counter. And you, even if you don't like him, you can't deny that his bean counting abilities make him someone worthy of discussing in the bean counting industry. Mm. Um, so he, he takes uh, Zoe aside and Zoe says, all right, just give us two seconds. She walks 10 feet away from oh. Micah. And yeah. um, <laughs> and um, uh, Jeff asks to listen to Zoe's. Well, Jeff asks if he's got any. <laughs> If he's got, if Zoe's got any uh, demos that he can mm-hmm. listen to, and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I can definitely. And then uh, Gunner turns up and interrupts everything, and they turn around. And where's Micah? Who knows? Uh, turns out uh, Micah's grandparents haven't seen Kylie in months, and now Micah is missing. So, what a fun night! Um, Remind me at the end of this, I will regale you with a story. Oh, okay. Um, fun. What a story about going missing, or yeah. You can tell it now if you want. I think his important context is the end of the story. Okay, right. Um, Musical event of the year is coming up now. Uh, Scarlett and Gunnar are still watching from home. Uh, Luke and Raina win for uh, Ball and Chain. Oh, yeah. And Luke thanks everyone, and he's chatting away and talking away, and Deacon is like, is he saying that uh, Raina couldn't have done it without him? And uh, Scarlett's saying, well, maybe if he shut his trap and let Raina actually speak... But he doesn't let that happen. So they're uh, comfortable just watching TV now, these two? Yep. Yeah. Question. Yes. What else could they be watching? Who cares? It's the CMAs. No, no, no. no. As in, after the CMAs, yeah. what else could they then turn this uh, them to watching TV and hanging out thing to? Because I think it's cute. episode of Gogglebox. And I want that without any of the... I want it to be scripted and interesting and with good people and, uh, you know, not Gogglebox in any way whatsoever. Yeah. I just want to know those two are watching TV. Yeah. I mean, they could watch paint dry and I'd still watch it. Um, what if they watched um, Transformers Dark of the Moon? Yeah, I'd still watch it, to be honest. Really? Yeah, because it's them. What if um, they watched Joker followed by Joker followed by Joker followed by Joker followed by Joker five times in a row? That could be fun. That could be And nice at some point, they, they get electric shocks every time they turn away from the screen, so you have to be staring at the screen all the time. And you're just watching torture at some point. You're still comfortable watching this? What the fuck is wrong with you? These poor people are getting tortured and watching a horrible film. Listen, don't kink shame. It's not kink um, shame. If it's hurting them, it's not a kink anymore. It's a torture. It's a danger. You're um, harming others. You're army hammo. No harm, no foul. So a lot of foul. Um, just like they, um, Luke and Luke and Raina, Luke and Raina, yeah, off stage. And uh, Raina's like, What the hell, you didn't let me speak? And he goes, Oh, well, I figured you could have a break from thanking everyone because wow. she's been up on stage so many times doing all these awards, and Luke, yep. but he hasn't been up. Um, Boo-hoo. yeah, Avery sat with his dad still, and he says to him, Uh, is Juliet gonna be one of those subjects that we spend years not talking about? Um, to which his dad says, well, I don't know her and I don't understand this relationship that's going on. Um, do you even yes. have a plan or are you going to make it up as you go along? Um, and he the says, answer is, 
<laughs> well, he says uh, that Avery's up for an award because of Juliet, um, mm-hmm. and and brings about the idea that Juliet wasn't even raised at all. Um, to which we get more Jolene flashbacks because Juliet hears this uh, stood behind them. Or Jolene gets... flashbacks. Yeah. Jolene flashbacks. Or Jolene flashbacks. Here you go. Um, and. In these flashbacks, she's been told, oh, you're eight years old, you'll be fine. Just don't touch the stove. Um, and then we come back to the award ceremony and Avery and his parents spot Juliet behind them, listening <gasps> in. Singing? Listening. Oh. Listening in. Um, she'd rather be singing, I think, than she'd listening singing. to this crap. Or she should um, be doing that face that Billy Eilish did during the Eminem performance of the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> um, Gunner is still running around trying to find a missing Micah. Uh, he's asking for the police for help now because he's desperate. Well, uh, what do they say? He says they'll they'll try and help, and they've they they say. Yeah. Why? What do they say? Or does Sting go and say, "Don't stand so close"? Oh, how did I not see that one? Damn it. Um. <laughs> Shouldn't stand so close, to be honest. No, it's, he did. He confirms that he's uh, English in Nashville. <laughs> he's an illegal alien. Um, Juliet uh, comes to see Raina, and Raina's like, "Oh, I was hoping I'd get to see you." And Juliet says, "Well, I'm like a birthday candle; you can't blow out." I love Nelly Furtado. <laughs> and they're talking about the baby, and she's saying, "Good luck with it." And oh, it's just so cute. They're so like they're friends, but they're not. You know, remember how this show started? Yeah, it started with uh, Rachel needing to get a new room. <laughs> and they friend. became friends. No, that was friends. I'm talking yeah. about Nashville. How Nashville started with Juliet and Raina as, like, opposites. And... Yeah, they were opposites. Yeah. How yeah. would they ever get along with each other? Because Raina was, like, a, a cook and a, <laughs> a real clean freak. And uh, Rachel was all like, I want to make money and be in the film uh, fashion industry. Work with Ralph Lauren. And uh, then they got together, and it was really cute, <laughs> and they became best friends. That's true. <laughs> um, Sadie is up on stage singing You Can't Stop Me. Sadie, um, Sadie, sadistic? Sadie Stone. <laughs> Stone, thank you. Sadie Statistic Stone. Um, Luke and Raina are watching backstage, and are on opposite ends of the stage, and looking at each other, and Luke's walks away, which is quite rude. It's quite good songs being sung. Is it? Yeah. Bit boring. Scarlett's uh, still watching on TV, and uh, she's doesn't talking mean to... it's not boring. Yeah. She's talking. She's got other things to do. She's got um, her best friend to talk to. Scarlett's talking to Deacon, and yeah, best friend. Um, she's talking about how it's lonely out there in the music world. Um, as, I wish I had an uncle who was a really good friend. That'd been cool. I know. As glitzy and glamorous as it is, she says it's lonely out there. Um, Gunnar and Zoe are fighting. Because uh, Micah is still lost, and Gunner's blaming Zoe, and Zoe's blaming blaming Gunner, but Gunner's saying that he was answering the phone to the grandparents, and Zoe's like, "Well, I only was ten feet away from him for like barely half a minute, um, so I don't know how he managed to run away so quickly and go missing like this." But really, it's all Micah's fault. Um, Actually, you say that, but of course we will discover that it's been the trap that the shelving unit has implanted to try and get all the children <laughs> close by, so eventually Matt will come by and he can finish his deed. Yeah. We don't know this just yet. 
Um, Avery comes into Juliet's dressing room and uh, says, apologizes on behalf of his dad and says, don't don't take anything he says to heart. He's just a jackass. And he says, we are who, well, Juliet says, we are who we learn from. Um, and Avery says, well, if that were the case, I'd be a judge- judgmental, unforgiving jackass like my dad. Juliet just leaves a nice long silent awkward pause. Um, silent awkward pause. <laughs> awkward pause. <laughs> well, she goes off to present New Artist of the Year. Which who's going to win New Artist of the Year? The main <gasps> the main me? two oh. are Sadie Stone and um, Will Lexington. Who else is there? There's five in the category, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but the main two that we're we're concerned about. On this show, there's Bradworth, yeah, and the others. Um, the others from the uh, hit Nicole Kidman film, they've grown up and become a country music team called the Ghosty Girls. And the winner is (gasps) it's Stone. I was gonna say Michaela Kraken. No, so you finally turned from (laughs) Nature's TV children's (laughs) show host straight to the country music she always loved. So Sadie gets up on stage. Her hit single tribute to Terry Natkins. She thanks Raina and uh, she says Raina and uh, Luke's love is uh, inspiring. And Luke just storms off. Uh, he's yes. just not happy all tonight. Um, Teddy uh, sees his hooker friend and uh, they were like in, I don't know where they are, they're in some sort of like. Um, it's a, like a back. Yeah, back alley storage space, yeah. isn't it? Um, and they no, no, now this this hooker smoking caterpillar, right? Yeah. <laughs> you do anything at all? Huh? So you do anything at all? Do anything like what? I'm well, just you know whatever hooker smoking caterpillars do. I'm confused. I know this is an Alice in Wonderland joke, but I can't. I... Not, yeah, but it's also the fact that uh, would you say that uh, that uh, Teddy's ever been a pill popper? Probably, yeah. Did he take one pill? That would make him larger. Oh, and one pill make makes one pill that makes him small. Yeah. And the one that mother gives him. Well, which mother? Doesn't do anything at all. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence, come on. Still ask Alice. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he tells uh, her that he's a little jealous because she's got a new, cli- a cli- new client. And she and tells him kiss. she's a little teapot. <laughs> which is and exactly what he kiss. likes. He's paying for um, women to have the mental age of five, because that's kind of his kink. And there's like a great if he has tra- to go and take them to Blockbuster to buy to rent the DVDs for them. There's a great transition here, because it looks like um, Luke uh, storms into the room where they're kissing, but he's not. He stormed into the bathroom, into the men's room. Johnny, and, would um, you want to be in the room where they're kissing? The oh, yeah. Where they're kissing, the room where they're kissing. Um, and Raina comes into the men's room uh, to talk to Luke. She doesn't understand what they're fighting about. Um, and turns out he's mad because she's thanking Deacon the whole time. And the only reason the album went gold is because uh, he proposed to her on the day she released the album. That's what he says anyway. Yep. What a dick. Um, no one cares about Luke Wheeler. He's a cool. has-been, a hack job, a boring old man. 
Well, Raina can't be dealing with this now any, at the moment anyway. She's got to go and prevent, present uh, male vocalist of the year. Yes, cool. And a seat filler, <laughs> a seat filler uh, is sat next to Luke and is having an awkward chat with him and saying, oh, I love your wife. She's amazing. And, you know, hi and stuff. Um, hi, you're my wife now. <laughs> and Luke wins. Luke wins male vocalist of the year. What? I think, I think there was a different name written on there. Okay. And I just read it just to just to end the fight. Um, and so Luke you're comes saying up. that actually uh, Moonlight won? Yeah. <laughs> Luke comes up on stage and he says, oh, well, this is one she couldn't win. Hey. Um, and uh, Scarlett and Deacon <laughs> in mm. their special episode of Gogglebox are still watching. And Scarlett's like, do they look happy right now? And Deacon's like, yeah, they, def- they definitely don't look happy. It's not just you. They don't look happy right now. Um, Avery's talking to his dad and saying, you had a plan for everything. And what did it give you? A daughter who never talks to you and a son you keep pushing away. I want to see Avery's sister now. A very sister? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Avery's defies his dad and says, uh, what I'm going to do is... I'm damn gonna you! Love- damn you, father! Oh, I'm going to love uh, this kid unconditionally, who, whether whatever he or she wants to be, or they. Or they. They don't um, say that, though, because they're not woke. Yeah. And he, turns, <laughs> and he turns to Juliet and he says, we're not our parents. We're us and we've got this. And he holds the hand because he's a We dog. got this. We got this. We know this. this. Um, oh, that's not right. Time for Will and Layla. There's no one's going on. <laughs> Time for Will and Layla to present their award for Song of the Year. Oh, yeah. um, so now it's time for that all so hilarious, such an hilarious script. Um, because Layla says uh, she wore her hair up, so nothing goes over her head because she's a dum dum. Everyone laughs, and then she gets out of character and she says, Excuse me, just so you all know, I deferred to Harvard and does a dead snap. Um, and um, deferred Harvard, not deferred to. Deferred to or deferred of? Um, deferred. She deferred Harvard to do the reality show. She didn't defer to Harvard from the reality show. Otherwise, she would have been at Harvard, and Jeff Ward would be like, <gasps> alum, <laughs> and she'd be like, alum, Salakin. <laughs> well, um, Avery says to Juliet that um, her mum wasn't all that bad. Uh, she did everything she could to protect you in the end which she did she she did a murder suicide to protect her from the uh what was it she was protecting her from? oh the sex tape yep uh, she yep. was protecting her from the uh hit jason seagal cameron diaz yep. cameoing by jack black movie sex tape yeah jason seagal as a uh, christmas gift to all of his friends makes special mixed tapes for, well mixed playlists for them using ipads and hands each one of his friends an ipad which is linked <laughs> to their account which means that when they make a video it immediately goes up to the, the cloud and logs onto all of their accounts because he's given every single one of their friends an ipad each containing especially device playlist and so when they decide to do a sex tape together because they got drunk that night they try and go and stop the internet from existing so that they, no one else would see it because he gave away ipads to all of his friends for christmas your knowledge of awful films that don't need that much. Oh, you mean films that don't exist? Yeah. Yeah. 
my yeah. god uh, um yeah. uh, I, I don't sleep inspiring well. i don't know um but yeah um juliet reveals to avery that they are having a girl which is a bit presumptive really um yeah, i mean we don't understand what gender truly is we just okay. know the uh, the birth analysis of human anatomy but yeah where, the, where they go to emotionally and physically and mentally afterwards different different yeah. entirely um meanwhile best song is going to uh ball and chain gonna oh, okay Gunner well, the only person to wrote it oh yeah he wrote that did he yeah yeah when did he, he when only... did he write that when did he write that song he he wrote it what do you mean when did, when did Gunnar Scott write Ball and Chain? Earlier in the season. Earlier in this season, season yeah. three, or you mean season two when they wrote the song? Was it season two? It was what season was two when Ball and Chain okay. were being written. Where he did wrote, he write the song? Um, in the motel, in the hotel pool or something. Oh, right? In the hotel pool, just on yeah. his own, just hanging out on the yeah. hotel on his own. No, yeah. no outside influences, of course. I mean, Scarlett was there. She, she had an influence, but she wasn't credited as a writer. She was um, just sitting there. Yeah. Watching. Um, but. Gunner's too busy looking for Micah still. Um, Micah, oh, Micah. Finally, <laughs> Micah finally appears, but it's too late. Gunner's missed his chance to go up on stage and thank everyone for the award and whatnot. So, uh, so turns out, never get the thanks that she turns out Micah the went, queen of country, the real queen of country, the true queen of country. Yeah. Turns yes. out Micah went to the bathroom uh, right. and the place was so big that he got lost. Is this the way you want to tell us your story? First time I went to London. Yeah. Uh, it was me, my father, and my brother as part of a group of people going to a rugby game to see Wasps play. Okay. Okay. Did so we went to uh, okay. ha 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 ha. <laughs> went down to Wembley for this. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Or, or or nearby Wembley because it was like it was nearby the BBC Television Centre at that point as well. Okay. Yeah. So after the very important game, I <laughs> have to go to the bathroom, and uh, my brother wants to watch them do the cool down on the field afterwards right. so uh, i go to the bathroom my dad says uh, right someone could someone from the group just take him make sure he's okay yeah and so i go in there i get lost in the crowd i come back out and everyone's gone oh god everyone's gone so i then leave the stadium and i'm walking around london i'm walking around bbc television center thinking where is everybody what's happened well i finally find my way back to the bus thing to find them uh, everyone has just kind of gone like, yeah, I guess he's find his way eventually. We, did, we just didn't wait for him. We just decided we, we gave up on watching them do their thing. We gave up on being where we said we'd be. We just went off and did other things. Wow. I was maybe six. Wow. But what I did wow. remember is outside uh, BBC Television Centre, there are a lot of people waiting because do you know who was going to be stopping through to perform at BBC Television Centre that day? Jimmy Savile. No, no. Better than Jimmy Savile. Who's better than They had a movie. Okay. A beloved movie, starring a lot of beloved actors. And them. No idea. Um, we just had a new movie about them recently, which is just confirmed to get a part two. It's about uh, the Timothy Chalamet is uh, harvesting them on a planet. June. Yeah. What's he harvesting on the planet? I don't know. Spice Girls. <laughs> Spice Girls. Spice Girls, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But well, he could have been adopted by a Spice Girl. Could have been adopted by a Spice Girl. I could have been the new baby Spice. Have I ever told you about the fact the time my dad um it's a story we get him to uh regale us every Christmas. Um 
and my mum and my nan always like I don't like this story um because uh, my mum was in a Sainsbury's uh, with my sister in the trolley, um, sat in the trolley, and she was looking away at one of the uh, one of the shelves. And Dad, I think he'd finished work early or something, and he popped by and saw that they were in Sainsbury's. And he walked past. He walked past Mum. She didn't notice him. Took the trolley and just walked around to the other aisle, and gave Mum a fucking heart attack. And me and Charlotte, whenever we sat with Dad and Mum and my nan for Christmas or whatever, and we were like, Dad, Dad, tell us the story when you kidnapped Charlotte. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Well, that um, explains all of your family. <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, so. Um, Went to the bathroom, got lost. Yep, yep. Uh, now with Luke and Rainer, he's asking, oh yeah, Luke's been interviewed because he's just won an award. Um, okay. He's been interviewed and all they're asking about is Rainer because Rainer's sweeping the board here and they're saying if she were around, would she steal this one from you as well? <laughs> um, it's a Teddy, funny joke. <laughs> Teddy and his, uh, his hooker friend um, finished their kissing and he asks if he should put it on the tab. <laughs> Um, it's a classic line from Dad of Real Life. We all remember the reference. Yeah. But about that. Um, about the, uh, entertainer of the year is being presented now, and uh, Rayner wins over Luke. What? It's a clean sweep for Rayner. Yeah. Um, and she goes up on stage and she says, "This one's for my girls, and um, uh, I want to thank the man I love, uh, Luke Wheeler." And she says, "What's mine is yours." Um. And then she says to the to the men, uh, we're never trying to take anything from you. Um, there's plenty of sunshine for us, for all of us. Just, you know, in case any any men were a bit broken. Don't worried about the fact that this woman is doing some hard work. Yeah, God forbid. Um, back home, uh, Zoe is apologising to Gunnar for mm-hmm. missing his big moment. Um, and she's like, well, what if Kylie never comes back? And Gunnar says, well, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for Gunnar or for Micah. Um, and she says, well, she basically makes the choice for him and breaks up with him because um, she doesn't want to get in the way of Gunnar being a father. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a brave decision to make, you know. She's, she loves him, but this wasn't what she signed up for. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, that's why she got went to Nashville was just just be yeah. on her own and you know get some yeah. great dick. <laughs> um, Layla's uh, and look the, the last week of Daddy Gunner it was great dick. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Um, Layla's back home with Will and her speech has already been turned into a, a rap song slash meme thingy. Yeah, we a don't re- do these. remix. You, you don't, they don't do that these, much these days, do they? Unbreakable. That's the only last one that was really yeah. important. Yeah. It should be like some sort of ironic detachment one instead. Mm. Like when they do those, you know, emo, imagine Green Day singing these tweets kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's just torturing herself watching this meme. Down, 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 down. And she asks, I differed from Harvard. <laughs> and she asks Will to hold her. Oh, um, 
Avery takes Juliet home and she oh, asks her like <laughs> she's he's never held a woman before. Like he did in the fields of Naboo. <laughs> um Okay. Uh, Avery takes Juliet home and she's asking him to unzip her dress because she's fat and pregnant. Um, they say goodnight, but she's got a little bit of a smile on her face because something nearly happened. And maybe, maybe, maybe next time, maybe next year, maybe something will happen. <laughs> Only a year to wait. Um, speaking of next year, Scarlett's saying to Deacon, they're wrapping up, they've finished watching the show and they've finished having their little hangout night watching the award show together. Which is always a fun time to do with friends, isn't it? Watching an award show. We never did that. I st- I just remember missing out on seeing La La Land win and then lose the award. So I was like, God damn it. The cocky nature of deciding it, there's yeah. nothing ha- interesting happens at the end of the Oscar yeah. ceremony means you missed that. Yeah. And then what happens? Something interesting. Everything happens, happens always yeah. happens nowadays. Remember this year? Uh, when the most interesting thing happened? I didn't even watch this year. You know what happened this year, though. What happened this year? Best actor was announced last because I thought it was going to be Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yeah. You and then it's like, and it's Anthony Hopkins, and he's not here, he's asleep. And Shh. goodbye. Well. Straight to Alex Zane, like, <clears throat> well, <laughs> that ends the broadcast coverage. How do you think, everybody? <laughs> oh, poor Alex. Well, Scarlett says um, maybe next year we can um, go to CMAs together, to Deacon, her and Deacon. That'd be nice. Not, uh, Uncle Niece catch up time at the, at the CMAs. Um, decent catch up time. Yeah, but they get interrupted because someone's knocking on the door. Uh, but he, no one ordered more pizza. Someone's ringing the bell. Um, yep. Open the door. Let it um, in. It's Zoe. Zoe's turned up at Scarlet's door. She's in tears and she didn't know where else to go. Yeah. Um, Reno and Luke are home and uh, he says, well, he apologizes and he says, I deserve to sleep alone after my behaviour tonight. Um, but they they make up because he says never go to bed uh, angry. Never go to bed in, in the middle of a fight. Um, and Raina gets a text from Deacon and he just says, congrats, well deserved. Yep. That's that's that. And that's that. That's the lacklustre ending for Nashville season three, episode eight. You're looking at country. I mean, he's looking at you, country. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Where... not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon for the rest of your life, you'll regret watching Nashville. Well, it's been it's been a an interesting couple of weeks of episodes in terms of like nothing major's happened but it's just nice to be in this world right. Well, I've been dealing with Micah. Yeah, yeah, Micah's the thing. I think what's been major in the world is Daddy Gunner. Are Daddy you kidding Gunner. me? I love that you're huge. It's yeah. weird. Uh, it's responsibility he has never been ready for. Last year when he got that ridiculous royalty check for songwriting. Which yeah. would then lead to this award. That's like that's too much. He, he hasn't earned it. But now, now he's got responsibilities. He needs right. that kind of money. Uh, I hope he hasn't spent it all on stupid fawning and bullshit, because he needs to look after that kid, put him oh. through college, put him through you know, junior university, defer him from Harvard. Well, well, where can you find you to talk more about uh, Gunner and his uh, daddy ways? You can find me. At my uh, favourite Gunner spots at movie underscore mad on Twitter. That's where you should definitely throw all your interesting <laughs> stuff about Gunner. But if you, you have nothing to say about Gunner, but anything, but you have things to say about anything else, add Ethan Run is where you can talk to the other guy. <laughs> you can find me at movie underscore mad. Oh yeah, we're both there. I can direct you to at uh, Ethan Run to talk all about Gunner. Um, 
You can find us at uh, Bluebird underscore pod on Twitter mm-hmm. and Bluebird pod on Instagram and right. Bluebird pod on Facebook or whatever it's called now. Um, Meta. Meta. Vito. Quibi. Um, and you can email us at Bluebird at, no, yeah, Bluebird at Hotmail.com. Bluebird pod at Hotmail.com. Bluebird pod. Um, podcast. And that's episode eight. Um, until next week, I suppose. Yeah. Go from here. Well, I know, you know, there's a story, but there's uh, more than one side to that. Yeah. That's where we're going to go, eh? That's where we're going to go, to the other sides. See you on the other sides.